fortress is our God, a bulwark never Join clinical therapist and pastoral counselor Sheila Glidden in your confrontation with the enemy to take back your land. This is Fortress Builders Radio, an outreach of ParacleteMinistry.org. If you believe that the Holy Bible is true and you've never picked up the weapons of warfare Scripture provides, your circumstances are about to change. If you have never engaged the enemy prowling around looking for someone to devour, and that someone is you, understand that he is not a paper tiger. If you've been taught he can't hurt you because he is only like a lion, think again. It's time to start fighting back. Praying is talking to God. Addressing the enemy, as Jesus did, is warfare. Basic training begins here. Taking back your land begins now. Sheila invites you to engage in this battle. For your sake, for your family's sake, but most of all, for Christ Jesus' sake. He calls his church an army. You're either a victorious warrior or a defeated prisoner. Hi, good morning, beloved of God. For whatever reason, you're awake at this early hour. Arise, warrior, suit up in your spiritual armor, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Almighty man of valor, there's no one who loves or cares for you more, no one who wants to see you succeed more, and there's no one who knows you better. What greater love is there? Father, greater are you who is in us than he who is in the world. Give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Jesus, so the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of his calling and the riches of the glory of his inheritance is. With the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, I bind every principality, power, assignment, attachment, oppression, and infirmity on everyone whom is listening to this broadcast. I command in the name of Jesus that you be bound and silenced. And in Jesus' name, I take authority over the airwaves for the kingdom of God. Lord God in heaven, release your angels to set your people free. Bind up the brokenhearted and give hope and comfort to your people. In Jesus' name, fortify our walls and deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You know how life changes in an instant? Good news, bad news, accidents, job loss, death, or illness? That has happened to my family in just the last few weeks. A family member went to the doctor for respiratory issues due to inhaling stain over a weekend, only to learn through a CAT scan that he has a mass in his brain. He was rushed to Boston for further tests and has learned that the mast is most likely malignant. He has a diagnosis that has blindsided him. Have you had that happen to you? Are you living with a fatal diagnosis? Worse yet, is someone you love living or dying with a terrifying finding? There doesn't seem to be words to describe the fear that tries to consume an individual in that situation. I'd like to go through this process with you. The information was incomplete for what exactly needs to be done for this family member. The primary lesion was the brain. 
the next step was finding if there was a secondary lesion in the body. That would mean other sites had to be searched for uh, signs of having it metastasized. So surgery was scheduled for the next day and an MRI done the evening before to guide the surgeon. We were asked if the tumor could be used for a study, and if not, it would be disposed of. Of course, it would be used to help others. Why not? An oncologist gave us a consent form to read and sign. He assured us that it would be completely anonymous, so the tissue would have no identifying information. As I read through it, though, it disclosed that if there were any co-payments or insurance charges, that they would be the responsibility of the patient. It went on to name all of the seven or eight agencies that would have access to the identifying material and information, and privacy could not be guaranteed. Four of the five of six pages were all releases from liability for the hospital and the study. We as a family opted out because the gathering of personal information seemed to be too invasive. There was also taking of both RNA and DNA samples. The only anonymity would be in the labs itself. Because the patient moved during the MRI, the surgeon was unable to get the technical information necessary to guide the surgery. He was willing to do it without it, although they had not yet done the body scan to see if there were other spots in his body. This is what they had referred to as possible secondary lesions. I thought that that was an important factor in making the decision for such a serious condition. My question was, if there are other spots on the body, what is the risk-benefit to this major brain surgery? There are no guarantees. It was against my better judgment to go forward until all of the information was in. Apparently, doctors don't seem to be questioned very often because the doc seemed a little annoyed with my queries. Wouldn't metastatic cancer be a huge factor in determining if the patient is a good candidate for surgery, chemo, radiation? They were clear that only they would take out what would interfere with his functioning, so there are no ex expectations that he could be totally uh, relieved of this tumor. The surgery was rescheduled so the body scan could be done. It gave more time for discussion among family members. I wasn't aware that my husband and other family members would want the surgery no matter what. The patient was and is sure he can beat it. I have determined, however, that I would want all of the information before I committed to surgery. If there were multiple areas of the body affected, why would I choose brain surgery over surgery and other areas of the body? And would the risk outweigh the benefit? I believe the difference of opinion lies in the fact that I know where I'm going when I die. That was settled at the cross almost 40 years ago when I surrendered my life to Jesus, confessed my sin, and asked Jesus to live through my life. I'm no longer afraid to die. I'm not looking to shorten my life. I still have a lot to do. But my eternal future has been determined. To tell the truth, even if it turned out that there was nothing after this life, it is still a fulfilling life to live with the benefit of a clean life and serving others, as Jesus called his followers to do. So as I have gone through this difficult process of making decisions with this family member, I hope to encourage you to ask questions of your health care providers. If you don't have peace or if you have questions not fully answered, hold off until they are. 
read the consent forms. They are very important. As you consider the risk and benefit of invasive surgery or even medications, we have all been taught to put our trust in our doctors, and for the most part, they are the best interests to be served as our health care providers. Ask questions, though, and ask God to intervene, as I believe he did for my family member, by delaying the surgery for the rest of the test to be completed, giving us a better picture of the future. If you're living a sinful life, repent. Get it right with our Lord Jesus, because your life could change in an instant. Surrender your life to him and future to serving God. If you're a believer, are you reading your Bible? It is the sword of the Spirit to get set free from the curse of sin and death. None of us knows when tragedy will strike, but if you're alive, someday it will. This is a time of great introspection for my family member. He is looking at the life that he has lived and some of the things that he has done in his past. When you are faced with a terminal illness, that seems to be when God can get your attention. So if you're in the midst of these kinds of decisions in your family, if you're already past that point of no return and medications are taking the course and surgery has not been effective, I'm just offering a hand to you of goodwill and God's purpose for your life. Don't waste it away being depressed and angry and asking how God could do this to you. We live in a fallen world. Everyone is affected by sin. Jesus came. He intervened in our existence. He intervened in this world to rescue us. And he's the only life jacket, the only lifeboat that will come by to rescue you from sin and from death. So I encourage you to ask God into your life, to look at the Bible, to read it, to listen to it, to join a Bible study, to find a church, to find a body of believers who can support and encourage you. Let me pray for you. Lord God, Father, Comforter, for those who are dealing with the heaviness of a catastrophic diagnosis, You said to them, it is precious, the death of those you love and those who love you. Give your church a heart of understanding of the days that we are living in. Convict us to repentance from dead works to serve you, the living God. Lord, show us what we can do to assist those whom are suffering alone or in silence. Protect us from disease and illness and give us a heart to do something to elevate the kingdom of God and restore the power of God in our world. Impart a hunger to follow your commandments. Father in heaven, forgive us for allowing apathy to overtake our culture and even your church. Bring revival to our country. Restore righteousness in our land. And release your ministering angelic host to those who are suffering, to those who are afraid, and to those who have a terminal diagnosis, either for them or for their family member. I pray this in Jesus' name. Good night, my friend. Think about the truth of the living God's word to us with signs and wonders to follow. And armed with crew.
There are scriptures Sheila memorized and has used as the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, as she has encountered trials, battles, and tribulation. She has referred to many of them on this program and is happy to send you a copy of these passages so you can learn how to effectively wield the sword of the spirit as a thank you for listening to Fortress Builders Radio. Go to fortressbuilders.org. You can send a message for this request by email. Inquiries regarding individual, family, or group therapy can be made by contacting fortressbuilders.org. Small group retreats are a specialty and can yield the benefit of several counseling sessions. For more information, write to info at fortressbuilders.org. Please share a testimony, breakthrough, or ask a question to be addressed on a future program. If you're interested in consultation for your own counseling ministry, future seminars and training, visit fortressbuilders.org to find a link to request more information. You can also register your email address to learn of future events. Listen to Fortress Builders Radio weekday mornings at 2 a.m. Thank you for your interest and support. Remember, no one loves you more nor knows you better. Jesus came to give you life and give it more abundantly. 